Taste Lancaster, Lancaster's largest festival of food, wine, and spirits is here. Your ticket includes food, wine, beer, and spirit tastings. Bar Rescue's Brian Duffy, musician G. Love, celebrity chef demos, and more. Fill up on food and alcohol and shop the gourmet marketplace. Taste Lancaster, November 18th and 19th at the Lancaster Marriott and Convention Center. Get your tickets now at LancasterTasteFest.com. This is your weekend to taste. Brought to you by Jack Daniels, Tito's Vodka, and Mercedes-Benz of Lancaster. Welcome one and all to the Fly After Five podcast, episode 33. Can you believe it, Mike? I can't. I, let's just stop. <laughs> let's I can't believe stop. it. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Uh, my name, as always, it hasn't ever changed, uh, is Kevin. We got Mike yes. here. Referenced me earlier. I did, yep. <laughs> the it's podcast. the same guy. Mike, <laughs> Mike on that mic. And actually, we've got two mics on two mics. You can never have enough mics. We've got Mike Magical from Mr. Suit. How are you doing today? Pretty great. Thank you guys for having me. A return guest. Our pleasure. I believe we had, I couldn't tell you the number because I just had to look up the number for this one, <laughs> but I believe we had uh, you on probably a year ago around yeah, this time, yeah. like a Halloween uh, type I thing. I believe mm-hmm. so. Um, this is the day, we're recording this the day after Halloween, so obviously we've forgotten all about that. Yeah, it's that's all, in the it's past all in the now. past now. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but just one thing. Yeah. How was your Halloween? Was it good? Did you it have was kids? fantastic. I do uh, not have kids. No, no, no. Did you have a kid on Halloween? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> in bed earlier and earlier these days. I, it was great. I do have uh, I have a bag of leftover Starburst at the shop though that I was giving out to customers nice. yesterday that I'm trying not to eat for lunch yeah. and or dinner. And you didn't even think to bring it to the podcast. Yeah, so eat it throughout yeah. and have the crinkly paper. Yeah, People everybody love loves that sound of things being unwrapped. Uh, will you have a good Halloween, Mike? Oh yeah, I think I ate probably about 15 little crunch bars yesterday. <laughs> you know what the the thing is with the fun size. What is it? It's I, bullshit. <laughs> okay. I feel like fun size would be like a three-foot candy bar. That's fun. You weren't having fun after 15 of those things? Nah, I felt pretty sick. <laughs> Fairly sick. But yeah, man, Halloween's always good. How about yourself, Kevin? I know hey. this is well, you're just fishing for someone to ask you about your Halloween. That's all I, I really wanted. That's the only reason I asked in the first place. Um, I, last night was the first time I ever did the old man thing of keeping all my lights off. Uh, just yeah. sitting in the dark because I don't want anybody to come to the door. You've learned. <laughs> You've learned the move. Well, because, uh, you know, I live right by Musser Park. If anybody wants to, you know, egg my house or something. Um, <laughs> they do a thing where people just set up in the park and then you can basically walk around in a circle. If, you know, your kids can walk around in a circle and get candy. That's nice. We, uh, Janelle and I did that the last year or two, but then she was busy and I was busy. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit in the dark and watch horror movies. I think you did it. Screw you, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Got there enough go. candy. That's it's the official uh, word <laughs> on the podcast on Halloween. But now it's November. It's, it's totally different now. Yeah. Everything's changed. Right. You can put the lights back on. Yeah, You're back in. Right. So you want to start with what we're into or events? Sure. You know what? Let's just talk about what we're into like we always do about this time. For the 33rd yeah, time. 33. Mike, you know what? what are you into? Now that we're on episode 33, you know what happened to me one time? <laughs> I was uh, playing a roulette okay. and I put some money on 33 Yeah. and it hit. So you get like, I think I put a couple of dollars on there. You get like 33 to one or so 35 to one sure. odds or something. And so I was psyched about that win, raking in just piles and piles of cash. No, but I was, uh, you know, I'm bringing in the chips and I forgot to take the money off 33 and it hit again. I mean, so 33 is a lucky number. All for you me. sharks out there. Yeah. I think uh, this is going to be a good podcast for me. Okay. All right, I'm well, feeling lucky about this that. one. We're in yeah. the black now. Yeah, so I already, I already really set this up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, last month, I know we're not talking about last month anymore it's now over. that Halloween's yeah. over, right. but I'm going to do it. Well, last month was, uh, would have been Polonius Monk's 100th birthday. Wow. And as you guys know, I've been into him lately. So I was looking up just some samples of like, uh, you know, hip-hop music that is used. There's been a lot of great ones. Wu-Tang has mm-hmm. a couple and um, Quasimodo. There's been some great ones. And then I came across this thing. Uh, from this guy, Pink Guy. <laughs> Do you know this? Is? Pink Guy? Pink Guy. Oh, Pink Guy. Is that one word or two? It's two words. Okay. And he's got his song, and it's I think it's called something. 
Oh, it's tribute to Ronald. It's about it's about McDonald's. Of course, it's the weird. It, it samples uh, "Ruby, My Love," which is a great Thelonious Monk song. This is the weirdest <laughs> rap I've ever seen, and uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty weird video. I wouldn't even say I'm into it. It's just something I have to bring to your attention <laughs> to check out the tribute to Ronald. Okay, and, I want uh, to do that. It's a uh, yeah. It takes a classic Thelonious Monk song, and then the dude raps about. Uh, mcdonald's over it mm. which is is strange that's fun but uh another video i saw which is a great um i've been uh checking out a few songs from fever ray the most recent album mm-hmm. i think it's been like a couple years since the last one yeah and i always liked their music and so the most recent one is uh the single is to the moon and back that is a wild video too really? the song is great it's like got like a cool like um bouncy like electro beat in the back very cool the video she's like she looks like she's been unplugged from the Matrix. Yeah. So it's like Matrix kind of Blade Runner, uh, like art porn sort okay. of sort of stuff. And she's into that fetish. What's that fetish where you're, you're a table? <laughs> when you're a table? <laughs> yeah. You're like the table. Is it like that? Uh, she's into that. So she would probably really like that one Metallica and Lou Reed song where he yells like, <laughs> I am the table. You're I don't know if that was what that was about. <laughs> but basically, this is like where you're the table. And then people are like balancing like teacups on your head. So wild, wild ass video. (laughs) Great song. (laughs) Wild video. Yeah. So I, I mean, those are the things like she's into being a table, like she's being sanded, and then uh, that's yeah, <laughs> you like, like make a it lacquer on her. Yeah, I mean, that, maybe that is like a, a version of that fetish. Uh, you know, maybe there's an office version where you're just an Excel wow. table. I don't know, but she's the one where she's a dinner table, and people are putting cups on her. Ah. So, yeah, it's very interesting. We'll get to the bottom of that. But great song. Wild video. (laughs) Check that out. Um, So, yeah, those are things that I've seen. Those are some (laughs) very wide array of things. I feel like I had to come strong with what I'm into lately because I've been I've been like relying on uh, detective books from the 70s lately. (laughs) So I had to come strong with what I'm into. So there you go. Oh, remind me. I actually have a um, uh, Film adaptation of a Williford book Ooh, I can recommend. All right. Yeah, there you go. You can go ahead and recommend it right now. Uh, it's called <laughs> um, The Woman Chaser. Oh, it I've came out heard of like this book. 2000, 2001. The guy, uh, Patrick Workburton, who was in The Tick, the first one, oh, but okay. he also <laughs> does like Rock Samson's voice and a zillion other things. Yeah, nice. Like, and he was on Seinfeld and stuff. He is the main character. It's really, really, really good. Awesome. It might be a little tr- tough to track down because I know I found it as like, it was like one of the last kind of. Uh, like VHS tapes I remember coming out oh, before wow. kind of the thing there was like this whole series of a bunch of these movies and that was one of them nice. it's really really good you said that was like 2003 yeah, yeah 2003 I remember I actually got it from Hollywood video so how long yeah. ago could that have been <laughs> it's definitely the end of that era yeah, yeah. awesome I definitely will check that out nice I haven't read that one yet but I I like his whole uh, his whole vibe there so I'll definitely check it out awesome well, on the other side of that recommendation, I've been playing a game called Stardew Valley, where you are a farmer, and hey. you, uh, you know, you just, you make some crops, okay. it's very easy going, you go through the uh, a full day, Yeah, uh, it reminds me of uh, Harvest Moon, uh, it was a game from the 90s, I'm looking at you, okay. but yeah. I know you don't, I was, I was around in the 90s, <laughs> you were around, yeah, you were around, yeah, yeah. Um, is this, a, what's, what's, uh, is this on your phone? This is, is on this, the uh, PS4. Oh, PS4. So the, the newest okay. system that's out there, it's a game that looks like it came out in the 90s. Yeah. And you're a farmer, and <laughs> the, okay. there's really no plot in the game other than that your grandfather, you're, you work at a 9-to-5 job, your yeah. grandfather dies, leaves you this farm. <laughs> and All right. you, you know, you're just in the town. It's, it's the easiest going video game I've ever yeah, played. It sounds, I mean, farming is hard work from what I've heard. Well, yeah, and you know, when you're you know, in these current times, in yeah. these days, you know, these times. These times. <laughs> you just need something yeah, very simpler. Carefree. Simple time, you might yeah. say. And sure. also, you know, I'm. Yeah, I still think I could be a farmer. I think, yeah, there's, still, I think there's still time. Yeah. What uh, what crops are you working with over there? Um, I actually have some sprouts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm growing some onions for some reason because people in the town seem to like this. Weird <laughs> been, town. Been responding <laughs> responding well to the onion okay. uh, crops. Okay. Um, and just really trying to clear my land. You know, I have a scythe. I'm clearing a lot of brush. Yeah. These days. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what I'm into. That's great, man. What's the name of that game again? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Came out last year. Okay. Um, I believe it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch soon. I don't know. You know, All right. if you're on that Switch news. Yeah. Hey, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mike, how about you? 
Uh, first, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Henry Gepfer because I'm watching him do a silk screening uh, demo <laughs> right across the street. Beautiful. Uh, hi, Henry. <laughs> uh, what have I been to? I don't, don't want to wave, even though I'm staring dead at. All right, I should stop. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to our everyday. We can, just, we can just narrate what he's doing. I mean, this is trying to give a demo. Got this weird kid staring at me. Through two windows. Uh, what I'm into. Uh, it's been a busy. Uh, I'm not complaining at all, but uh, so much stuff is happening. I actually bought a calendar so I can wow. kind of keep up with everything. Yeah, it's something I finally did it. I, I yeah. just recently did that myself as well for the first time. It felt like a. I, I only did October though. I haven't yeah. even started on November. I ran through a whole there. 2017 no calendar. Good work. I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So uh, I've got a uh, a pile of books I got to get to reading. Got a pile of movies I got to get to watching. Uh, myself and Colleen are uh, enjoying. We're I don't know three episodes deep into the new Stranger Things. Nope, oh, uh, that's fine. Are you enjoying it? It's cool. It's it's very. I mean, they kind of they know what worked and went with it. So it's got you know an '80s song every ten seconds. It's got plenty of Ego waffles in it. You Some know. of those like I, I don't know. I think the song show, like when they uh, when they show up at the arcade and Whippets playing. I'm like. Whippet was the best choice you could, like, <laughs> Debo-wise, like, this is the best indicative song you could have found. But yeah. But watching that, like, we saw it over the summer, and I enjoyed watching it in the theater, but kind of watching the Stranger Things has been like, oh, yeah, they really, the It movie was just like, well, let's just make Stranger Things. Right? Make it more Stephen Have one of the kids in yeah. it from yeah, that. A lot of bike kinda, riding montages. Kind of iffy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, watching that and finished up... Um, a show on HBO called The Deuce that we enjoyed oh, a yeah. lot. The Franco yeah. uh, David Simon show. Yes, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it. Yeah, um, and that's very interesting, especially if you like seventies New York. Yeah, I started watching that, and then I just for whatever reason like fell off of it. But I definitely was into it, so I have to jump back on yeah, it. Yeah, well, actually, I, I even like it started, I was like, "This is okay." And as it go as it goes, it's fine, but it's uh, the acting and the kind of the characters in it kind of make it worth sticking around for. Yeah. There's a yeah. bunch of really funny dialogue in it and stuff. How many episodes is it? Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Okay. Yeah, I have to, I have to start that fully, but yeah. maybe by the next time, it'll be what I'm into. There we go. <laughs> Just a little little sneak peek. Yeah, a little preview. <laughs> and heads up, there's a lot of men's penises in it. So. All right. Well, hey, you know what? It's about time. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's give the ladies a break for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if that wasn't a top event in and of itself... Do you want to take us into top events? Sure. Let's get let's get to the top events. Um, in this uh, in our most recent issue, we have uh, a cover story about the about Paul Pendick of the Bullshead Pub, and this month there's going to be the 2017 Cascale Festival. So that's happening on November 10th and 11th, and uh, it's a great event for a beer fest because a lot of times with a beer fest, it's like a one night, it's like a one shot deal. You paid your 50 bucks and there's a lot of drunk people running around just yep. trying to, you know, swig as much beer as they can get. Mm-hmm. And so that can get a little uh, sketchy. The cool thing about the Cascale Festival is it's multiple days. There's sessions. It's a pay-as-you-go thing. So just sample what you want. And it's cool for people that don't know much about Cascale. It's a good entry point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're great over there. Um, check out the story. You know, we have a, a big story on uh, Paul Pendick and the Bull's Head and get to know a little bit about Cascale, check that out November 10th and 11th at the Bull's Head Pub. And they're the only place that, like, what is it? That, I mean, uh, basically, there's, like, a thing where it's served by these hand pumps. It's it's uh, a barrel, sort of barrel-aged beer where it's, like, fermenting in the barrel. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's kind of a, a U.K. thing. Yeah. It's served at, like, a slightly higher temperature. It's, like, natural carbonation, so... Um, Maybe like if you ever had like a Guinness mm-hmm. in a can and you hear the little nitro thing in the Thankfully, bottom of it. I have not ever had a Guinness in a can. It's kind of it's kind of like that. It's like a smooth, like uh, not heavy carbonated. It's cool, and that you know, um, a lot of like American breweries will do things where they're like experimenting by putting like different things in the little casks right. to like mess with the flavors. But uh, so you know, there's a lot of choices at the, at the festival. Check it out, and uh, it should be a good one. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be a rhyming event, and it's still going to be. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah. It's not casks and masks. They don't, yeah, they don't rely on the rhyme, you know. Yeah, these guys are are pros. Speaking of pros, (laughs) you got Pumpkin Madness. Okay. I was hoping it was going to go into, like, a a poem thing, like prose. Oh, I see. Yes. Maybe next time. Okay, well, this is, uh, there's no rhyming in this event, but... um, 
this is a good, you know, I know we're not talking about Halloween anymore. And this is actually... Because it's over. It's over. We're not going into the past. And so this is a great thing because they are just smashing all memories of Halloween oh, right. with the pumpkins. Um, it's a good family-friendly event. It's People, violence. It's violence. It's, it's, families love violence. Families love if violence, we know anything. especially when it's on pumpkins. Yeah. Um, for some reason, pumpkins just really bring out the hatred in people. Like, it's not good enough to just slowly yeah. dispose of it or nope. let it rot away. You need to smash it, destroy it, and you can do that at, uh, at Pumpkin Madness. That's happening on November 4th, Cherry Crest Adventure Farm. They have, like, pumpkin darts, pumpkin bowling, <laughs> shot put. They're dropping pumpkins from the, the cranes. Sure. It's a, it's a wild scene over there. What would be your ideal way to... Uh to, to end a pumpkin's life. To end a pumpkin's life? Yeah. Hmm. You know what? I think, uh, you know, I actually don't have a great answer you know, for this. You don't know? <laughs> There's not a great answer for this. I but, feel like uh, it would hurt me, but I don't know why this is the first thing that came to mind, but yeah. I'd love to, you know, climb up the ladder, drop the elbow. Drop a big Ooh, elbow. Wow, I like that. Yeah. That's good. I'll take that. <laughs> that's my answer. answer. Yes, I'll, I'll do that. Um, so that's on November 4th. Going back in time one day, since we have the man here, mm-hmm. let's talk about, you know, yes, Halloween is over, but <laughs> we just want to remind you that. But Fright Night continues. And uh, so on November 3rd, we have the Beyond. And it says here, Mike Madrigal, Mr. Suit, uh-huh. says yeah, it me. features one of the best soundtracks in a, in a horror movie. So t- maybe you could tell us a little bit about that soundtrack yes the soundtrack is uh i'm gonna butcher his name but uh fabio freezy i can spell it easily uh but he did a lot of uh 80s and late 70s italian horror movies actually even later than that even up to the 90s and he's still alive as a matter of fact he uh, is touring currently oh nice uh so yeah great soundtrack completely bizarre nightmarish movie that uh doesn't really make a, a ton of sense but you <laughs> won't really mind um zombies Killer Spiders, it's really uh, amazing and really unique because it's just so strange. Uh, so we're showing that. That's going to be super fun. And also before that, at 6 o'clock, there's going to be a documentary made by a guy from around here called At the Drive-In that yeah. is about the drive-in, the Mahoning, and Lehighton, which is uh, one of my favorite places ever to go to. Yeah. Um, and they're going to show the movie, which I'm sure is awesome. It's going to be a Q&A with a bunch of the guys who work there who are all super cool. And um, actually, The Beyond is one of the first movies me and Colleen saw when we went to Lehigh. Oh, wow. We, oh, we wanted to make it a point to go to the Zombie Fest thing, and that was one of the first yeah. movies you saw there. That's so I didn't time. get to fit that all into a uh, Instagram post, but <laughs> yeah. that's basically. So that's at 6 o'clock. That's definitely we're checking out. Awesome. The Beyond will be at 9. Nice. Well, actually, yeah, we, ha- we actually have uh, a little article about that, that documentary that you were just talking about. Oh, okay. So cool. um, maybe we can even go into that a little bit. That's the same night. And uh, I guess the... Uh, it was Alexander Minnelli was the director of that, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And I know he made something on the Whole Wall Puppet Theater, which is around yeah. the corner for me. Right. And I think something on uh, Jenny, the local, like, uh, yeah. Hooper uh, living yeah. statue. Jenny uh, Hill, yeah. yeah. Woman of uh, many talents. And she's she's like cool. a published poet and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so. she's awesome. Um, but I guess with the, with the Mahoning Drive-In, they were having some trouble actually, like, keeping it keeping it going huh like they needed to like buy some a different screen or something do you know do you know about that i think uh i mean i didn't hear about it until what would have been two years ago i think it was kind of dead space until maybe they realized or it was just because i mean it's literally cold country in the middle of nowhere right um and i grew up arguably not that far away from there in allentown but it's really even from allentown to theirs you just go straight into it like it's almost like driving up a ladder or something oh wow um so my guess is that yeah they didn't want to go digital but i don't know all the ins and outs but i mean there's never been a time where it has been full of people every time i've been there that's awesome i've never been but i've always wanted to go and i like seeing you know Obviously, I would lean more towards the, like the horror, the like splatter weekends they do. But I also like they do like Swayze, like they did a Swayze weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like Where's that? Great. And they, I know they always start with like the Wizard of Oz and mm-hmm. Willy nice. Wonka. So it's like there's family night, the Back to the Future movies yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So it's not all just you know barf and gore movies. But <laughs> but that's the bread. <laughs> that's yeah. what you know. Yeah. Hey, that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm not everybody. So yeah, I only I feel like I only did a drive in one time when I was younger and. I, I think it was they used to have one in Columbia, right? I think that's that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's where I saw it when I was a kid. It was uh, Men in Black and Ooh. Volcano double feature. <laughs> wow, but Pierce Brosnan. pretty recent in the yeah, yeah, it was scheme of things. Yeah, it was, it was like probably like 99, twelve 2000. or something. Yeah, yeah, something like well, no, maybe like mid nineties. But 
um yeah it was cool and if you have it if you've never been to a, a drive-in it's it's an awesome experience so the only check that one out. i can't remember the name of it but janelle and i went a couple years ago and it was uh, inside out the pixar movie nice. <laughs> and i think the second movie was like some garbage like one of those fucking I should, yeah, edit, I should edit that out. <laughs> Leave it in. Despicable Me sequels. Fucking One Despicable Me. One of those gosh me. darn Despicable Me se- sequels. So that's we how the minions make you yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah that's it's yeah, true. It just brought it out. Man. It's true. I don't blame you, man. So, uh, yeah. All right. What's the next event? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's a movie night. It's Atropolis. Check both of those out. They're going to be great. Say hi to Mike when you're there. Hello. Um, so, we also have, and Kevin, maybe you want to talk a little bit about this, is the uh, Keystone State northern soul weekender yes it's a happening. long title yeah it is it's a very it's a mouthful yes um but uh that's taking place over the weekend like they say <laughs> in the title uh november 3rd to 5th and uh, our last issue we had a bigger story on it right uh so maybe you can tell people a little bit about well, hey, that. that that story still exists you can still find it online we, we, we will talk about we that <laughs> halloween no we, but we will go into the archives. I'll try to well. think of the briefest way to explain this so in the uk in the 70s there was a, a small like subculture of music fans who were looking for sort of like the the alternative equivalent to Motown songs like yeah. obviously Motown was huge in the 60s but there was you know people that fell through the cracks that weren't on Motown that were making similar kinds of like upbeat soul music right so they would hoard these these 45s it's all centered around 45s. And these were mostly American artists they're pretty much entirely American artists but it caught on really big in the UK, in the UK mm-hmm. yeah so they would have these sort of all-night you know DJ dance parties to soul music where they would dance you know until the wee hours of the morning and the DJs would, you know, cover up the records so that other DJs couldn't see what they were playing. It was this whole ridiculous thing. Yeah. So one of the original guys, he was, he was a DJ. He was like a young kid back in the 70s, and he's still around in the scene, I guess. Uh, his name David Reistrick. Um, he's coming over from the U.K., and then there's a guy uh, in town named Julio Fernandez, who I am <laughs> blanking on his DJ name, but he does the, um, the Red Rose Soul Club. Okay, yeah. DJ Salinger. Mm-hmm. He's the other half of that uh, duo. It might be like Apollo 12. I think that's it. Okay. I think it's. I knew it was like Apollo something, but I, I believe it's Apollo 12. Um, so then David and Julio uh, put together this thing last year, which is basically recreating these events that still happen in the UK and Spain and around the world to a smaller degree. Um, but the Elks Lodge is apparently like it looks exactly like the, awesome. the venues of the, the 70s that they had these original events in. It was way longer than I <laughs> intended it to be. But, yeah, so the weekend air, uh, is happening this weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. There will be, like, people bringing records to sell and to spin um, from all around the world. Like, this is the second one? This is the second one. Um, people coming from, you know, like I mentioned, the U.K., Spain, Belgium, I mean, all over the place. And, you know, the, the old U.S. event yeah. as well. DJ Salinger will be spinning. Um, also, I believe... Well, and we'll get to this in a second. But one of the or the the two DJs that'll be at the your tenth anniversary bash, uh, the 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 thing with two heads, uh, will also be spinning. There's a whole list. I mean, it's hours of people bringing their best, most yeah. obscure soul records from the second or from the '60s. And do you get a lot of people coming through the shop, Mike, looking for these sort of records? Or yes, um, yeah. If I can underline, that's really, really, really fun. Yeah. Um, I was at it last year and had a great time. Nice. And uh, and Dave and Julio were talking about one time where it's in kind of in England and Europe, this is kind of taken, not taken for granted, but it's just assumed, yeah, you know, people know, like right. thousands of people will show up to events like this. Yeah. Whereas over here, you have like, okay, well, there's soul music and there's northern soul music. So yeah. it's like you have to take a bunch of steps to mm. kind of explain exactly what they're getting at. But yeah. if, if it's any of this sounds interesting to you, I would recommend just going. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that the Red Roll Soul Club, I explained to some people, and they're like, well, I don't want to go and hear, you know, The weekend or something. They're like, no, 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 right. that's not that. It's older yeah. stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun time. It's a great venue. Um, yeah, and, you know, in the course of one evening, I saw, you know, um, like you guys said, DJs from around here, but guys directly from England, mm-hmm. people directly from England and other countries dancing the whole time. You know, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. fun. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's cliche at this point but it's very cool that something like this can happen in Lancaster you know it's oh, yeah. the, the way the where it is on the map you know people can get to it very easily from DC or New York City or mm-hmm. wherever they're getting planes uh, you know from around the world so you know so there can be a third one come out yeah um, yeah so that's taking place over the weekend that'll be great um, also you know what all right if you if you are <laughs> If you are really fiending for more Halloween, I know we weren't going to talk you about it. I know, I did it. <laughs> but uh, Shadowland is happening at uh, the Village on November 4th. 
So you got one more chance yeah. to uh, to dive into Halloween. I believe, um, does that always happen at the village, or was that that used to be at the Chameleon Club? Actually, I can't answer that for you. <laughs> okay. I'm not at liberty to answer <laughs> sure, that for you. Sure. Um, right now, it's happening at the village. That I can tell okay. you. And uh, that's happening on November 4th from... Um, it's happening until 1 a.m. <laughs> I just realized I put 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. Did you really? Yeah, I did. So we're, we're hey, proofreading. We're always proofreading live. <laughs> we're proofreading here. Uh, if you're reading the blurb and you're showing up to the village at 9 a.m., they're not going to be yeah. happy. You're going to be first in line. extra long Bauhaus cut that's <laughs> yep. like three hours. Bola yeah. goes, he's dead. <laughs> there you go. So that's a great suggestion. So there we go. That's that's a good way to spend your time till noon. And then you just have nine more hours to wait <laughs> until. So that's 9 p.m. Pretty sure that's 9 p.m. Shocktoberfest part two. Uh, and we have a, a great lineup of DJs, including uh, Rodney Anonymous of the Dead Milkmen. And a name I love, DJ Kilt Boy. Uh, so that's happening November 4th. Check that out. Also, uh, the Mooduck anniversary is happening this weekend um, on November 4th. So great brewery. Go out and support them and toast to, uh, I believe, four years wow. serving great beer. Can't believe it. So, yeah, those are your uh, those are your top events. Well, and of course. Did you like them? Uh, yeah, you know what? I think this is the best one yet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there are events not uh, necessarily this week, but they're coming uh, in the near enough coming future. Coming to a week we near you. We're coming to a week <laughs> near you. Uh, the first one, uh, there are multiple that pertain to our guest here, so we'll go with the first one. These are the true top of <laughs> Well, yeah, obviously, number one of this trilogy is Fright Night on this fr- tomorrow, on Friday. But then the ninth, uh, next week on Thursday, uh, your band High Heels uh, doing the old record release, I believe, is it a record release show. Yes, we'll hopefully have the uh, <laughs> record pressing takes uh, takes a while these days. So yeah. we sent these out like in June, and we'll finally have them. Uh, but yeah, playing at the Kaleidoscope, uh, where we recorded everything actually with Ben Roth. Mm-hmm. Uh, us a band called Vacations, who are really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not from here, but I'm forgetting where they're from. Probably I'm going to say like Texas. That sounds right. Uh, but they're also very uh, a lot of fun, really great. Uh, it's a great spot. It's yeah. free. It's a free. Yeah, that's very important. So uh, yeah, we can all get McDonald's afterwards. It's so. true. Yeah, the the Facebook <laughs> event says it is at McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> stress that it's not. But play it's, that Pink Eye song. Do a cover <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, we have that and uh, the Wesley Willis uh, Rock and Roll McDonald's. Oh, perfect. Plans. There we go. <laughs> wow, that would be well. I hate to talk about Halloween, but that would be a great Halloween set. Do oh, Wesley Willis set? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But One yeah, of the crazy, he played Katasakwa outside of Allentown when I was a youth. Really? It was a, a full set of him and just the keyboard. Wow. And then the second set was him and his backing band that called The Fiasco. And it was easily one of the best things I've ever seen in my That's life. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> that he would do two sets. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, do you know when that was? <sighs> I was 16, so a long time ago. Okay. 96, 97, somewhere around there. Damn. Well, shout out and RIP. Uh, but yeah you know check out the kaleidoscope ask a friend where it is because i don't think we could say that's there still (laughs) walk down the street and if you hear loud punk music uh, don't call the cops you go to the mcdonald's you'll be able to basically see where it's at there you go you'll be able to get a juicy burger (laughs) i hope it's not juicy uh so yeah so and the the is it an ep i think i saw yeah uh, seven inch three songs on it uh we'll probably be since the process of doing this stuff takes so damn long we'll probably be back with ben roth before the year's out to record a bunch more stuff and nice yeah it should be fun are you playing any more shows in the area in the i guess future past yes we so we got this one and then in december we're playing lizard lounge with uh sweet cobra who's this amazing long-running like sludgy metal band from chicago nice and then the Life and Times, which is another uh, long-running band, um, but the guy, the main guy, his earlier band was this band called Shiner, who was a okay. band like Hum or Failure. That was like a '90s kind of space rock band yeah. that kind of got overlooked. Damn, uh, they are similar. They're I'm actually I didn't realize they were touring together, and I'm super excited for that show. Yeah, that's and that's a, sometime in December. If you go to the Chameleon website, it's all nice. on there. Nice. Well, go to Chameleon every day in December, and eventually mm-hmm. you will walk into a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next, I mean, this is a, another week into the future. We're, we're just diving Gazing deep Gazing into the future. Uh, we don't look backwards at stuff like Halloween. Nope, look nope. forwards. Uh, the 10th anniversary uh, show slash celebration slash party, I guess, uh, um, of Mr. Suit Records. Ten years. Let's just give a round of applause <laughs> yeah, right yeah, there. What, what are, we'll double in some thing. more applause yeah. so it's not just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> they're going wild. Congratulations. Outside. They're, they're pounding you. on the windows yeah, have outside. to be here. 
Um, and that'll be with, uh, as the, the previously mentioned, uh, the thing with two heads, uh, DJing, and then mm -hmm. uh, Earth Telephone, which is a Philly band? Yes, a uh, newish Philly band. It's uh, Chris Deem from uh, from here, mm -hmm. local fella, who was in 1994. He was in... Um, Thin Lips. Thin Lips for a while, Quit, Boyfriends, probably another dozen bands I'm forgetting. Yeah. Um, so they're playing. Uh, Baby Brains from York is going to come and play, mm -hmm. and they have some Philly members too. Uh, both all of them friends of mine and people I really enjoy seeing play. Yeah. Uh, and in between the bands and before and probably even after two will be the thing with two heads. So we'll spin, I gave them carte blanche, but it'll be a lot <laughs> of really good, nasty, uh, greasy old R&B, a lot of good garage rock. Nice. Uh, they're always Sounds a lot awesome. of fun. And that's that's on the sixteenth. That is November. on the sixteenth. I believe it's a five dollar. Five bucks to get you in the door. It's at Zootropolis. Um, oh, cool. So do not come to the store looking for that. We want to actually <laughs> fit more than a few people in there. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be super a lot of fun. And thank you so much, Zootropolis, for uh, letting us do it there. Hell yeah! And now is that is that to the day of the tenth? That's to the day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So let's. I mean, let's take it back a little bit if we yeah. can. November sixteenth, two thousand seven. What was going through your head on that first day? Uh, it all happened very quickly. A few weeks previous, I had quit my job at the uh, at the sub shop I was working at, and uh, it both feels like I've been there. It literally feels like I've gotten the key yesterday, and that I've done my like spent my whole life doing this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, none of this is complaints or anything. It was just a very weird <laughs> feeling. It's, like, well, oh, sure, it's really yeah. been ten years. Holy it, crap! So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, there's a million things, but. Uh, was was there the classic like when you were when you were going to open a record store in 2007? Was anybody like I don't know? Oh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, know. you know it's so funny. Um, <laughs> like anybody who I'm friends with, or even all the other record store owners, employees around here were like, "Hell yeah, this is going to be super great." Yeah. Uh, a thing to point out is 2007 Lancaster had really because I moved here 2000 or 2001. Mm -hmm. Even just to then, more or less to now, had really grown as stuff to do downtown, as mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the things happening, all the great events, and you know, um, all the stuff happening around here. So it would seem that the spot opened up. I didn't want the spot to go away. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was the perfect time for me. But uh, yeah, everyone was totally supportive. Some people, I'm sure, sort of like, uh, how much longer has he got? I'm like, well, <laughs> ten, ten years, years is ten least. years, yeah. dude. I want to tell you. So, yeah. but I mean, you get that if I did, if I opened up a tire shop, there are people right. telling me, you know, I. Tires are doing. out of style. Yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> Flying cars are the tires. The difference is, I guess, when they walk into a tire shop, nobody's asking you, do you know where all these tires come from? Do you yeah. know where all these tires are? <laughs> <laughs> How do you even keep track of all these tires? If you could get some records spinning like they do with the tires, <laughs> oh, I think yeah, that would be a be nice good. addition. When you uh, when you started, like, how big of a of a collection were you thinking you would need to get started? How much of this stuff was, like, stuff that you own, per you know, uh, that you were actually, putting into Actually, this that? is uh, something, I don't know if I've got, actually, it was supposed to be in another, per me and another person opening it. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, and I, at the time, had no money but plenty of records and the know-how, and the other person had a lot of money and a lot of records but no know-how. So he was going to be kind of the, the dollars guy, and I was yeah. going to be the guy who's actually going to show up and work and do all the stuff. And really quickly, he psyched himself out or something and, oh, and didn't want to yeah. do anymore, which is fine. But it went from like, okay, I thought I had all this seed money to now I don't. So no screwing around. My entire record collection is going to go in here. There's nothing like, well, I want to hold on to this. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, and at the time people still bought used CDs. Right. Uh, so I had uh, yeah. a pretty large CD collection. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, it, you know, it helpfully rolled into me buying wine more stuff. It was definitely like, a bit of a kind of throw me in the pool to see if I can yeah. swim kind of thing. Were yeah. there some, so some of your personal records were, all of them. Yeah. were there any that people bought that you were like, oh man, I, I want to hang on to that. Do you yeah, remember some of the funny. records? Actually, a couple of them came back. One oh, was nice. um, a copy of uh, Cruising with the Jets by um, Zappa. That yeah. was my dad's record. Actually, oh, I used to, wow. that me and my brother enjoyed when we were That's kids because one. it's goofy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so somebody bought that and then years, kind of recently, it kind of came back and he's like, wait, I think I got this off of you. I'm like, no, I definitely remember that seam split. And that's awesome. This and that. that's so cool. that's happened a handful Did of times. Did you take that off the shelf though and keep you know, that one? I, by this point it was 50 centers. So yeah. it's like, I got a better copy of this if I'm yeah. right here. So uh, you know, 50 cents it goes. Wait, and you mentioned, you know, obviously people buying UCDs, it seems so antiquated now, even in you know, 2007, was there anything else sort of in that, in that 10 year span that changed in that way? Where like, you know, in, at the beginning you had CDs and then it seemed that people weren't buying them like any other trends or things that you noticed that's definitely been the most extreme mm -hmm. and even i even thought i would have to care i was always always full tilt going okay we're gonna do vinyl but i yeah. should have a selection of new cds and 
I was buying a bunch of stuff off of Jamie at Double Decker in Allentown, which mm-hmm. is the store I more or less grew up going to because it was down the street from my high school. Yeah. Uh, he uh, was saying like, yeah, don't even bother because no one buys them. So I ended up just taking the shrimp crack off, put them in use. So, and that <laughs> wow. was 2007. Within uh, literally a year, I was buying decent, like, you know, C's people like, you know, mm-hmm. Wilco and, sure, yeah. you know, stuff that I have no trouble selling on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And it's like three bucks. No one would want to buy something that even a couple years ago, someone would have still paid 10 bucks for a used purchase yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Wow. <laughs> but it was like an immediate, like, turn the light switch off <laughs> kind of thing where it's like, man, no one wants these anymore. Yeah. Um, so that was the most extreme. Another thing is uh, 12-inch singles for DJs, mm-hmm. especially if it's something... When I say current, I'm going to say from 95 on. Sure. At the, you know, there's so many DJs, I can't blame them, don't want to haul 20 years of music around with them. So they have uh, Serato, they have, uh, you know, something on their laptop or something like that. Right. So they don't need every single, take your pick, LL Cool J 12-inch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all that, it would very quickly became like, okay, well, this is something that's not a big seller, but has its audience too. Like, people don't buy these anymore. and. Yeah. Every store I know has like boxes and boxes at the back of like, hey, you want a uh, want a couple hundred boxes of twelve inch singles that <laughs> you know you can hopefully get a dollar for in ten years. So, <laughs> well, and you uh, also mentioned you know talking with other record store owners. I guess what's your you know Stans was obviously there before you, and then just off the top of my head, like Moira has come out in, in since. Mm-hmm. I guess what's your relationship with like other record store owners in the area? You know, just likes her in general. Uh, we're all, it's, there's not really, uh, it's funny people will come and say, so there's competition. Like, well, not really because, A, we all do something different. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even when I open, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to go into stands and get a Tribe, Tribe Called Quest record or something like that. Right. So that'll be the kind of the angle I'm working here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, B, there's people coming from Baltimore, from Philly, from Pittsburgh who are hitting every store and getting every little thing. So mm-hmm. it makes a destination, uh, you know. There is eight zillion tattoo shops in town, and they all manage to coexist. So, right, yeah, a handful sure. of our record stores, I think, can too. So, absolutely, yeah, we're all pals. <laughs> nice. How much? How much like time are you like even currently spending outside of the shop, like acquiring records, and like you know, how much of your like job is that, like actually like record hunting these days, or does that do you not necessarily do that anymore? No, that it obviously when it's nicer out, like the summer, that's kind of like season yeah the season to do it uh now it's it's more kind of strictly to sundays and if the oddball evening pops up to check out somebody's stuff at a house but Mm -hmm. uh so much stuff luckily comes in during a day that i don't have to really drive myself nuts doing that i mean i go out sundays because i like doing it because it's fun to do all these different places Mm -hmm. but um uh yeah odds are i have my hands full with what's coming in the door so i don't have to totally go nuts going out there so Mm -hmm. even though i do like to and have a path of places I hit and so on so yeah I was talking to, I was at uh, Dogstar Books the other day I was talking to Brian uh, who runs that and he was kind of telling me a story about how he was like at a, an auction and he found a book that he was being sold for just like a couple bucks and he knew it was like a you know over a thousand dollar book have you run into that situation ever where you've like seen a record that's like way underpriced at some flea market or something knowing that you can flip it around for a, a nice amount yes but only because someone will think something else is worth so much more and they are wrong <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> so yeah uh, auctions i haven't had the best luck at because you have a bunch of record dealers and actually not even record dealers, people who are trying to get into a secondary sales kind of market right slit in each other's throats over <laughs> stuff you'd find in my 50 cent bin uh, uh. <laughs> so uh an example i can get to the point too quick uh one of the spots i usually go to a guy is famous for having like these let's up on records that he wants 40 or 50 dollars for which are in good shape but they're not 40 or 50 dollar records right. and there's no no proof you could give to him that he if he just drops the price he'll sell them that they're not these you know, hard to find this, you know, one of the most popular rock bands in the... Yeah, right. So Led Zeppelin four. Yeah, exactly. So what he didn't, uh, or what he didn't bother to, to kind of investigate was he somehow acquired a bunch of late 90s hardcore bands like Converge and Cave-In yeah. that, uh, again, aren't $40, $50 records, but are very valuable. Yeah. And he had these, like, I don't know, it's like punk or something, whatever, give me five bucks. <laughs> like, cool, I'll do that. So yeah. uh, stuff like that happens... Uh, I don't want to say frequently, but like regularly enough where it's kind of funny where someone's still trying to gouge somebody to get way too much money for something that's common yeah. right? <laughs> and not realizing, well, you didn't realize like this $300 psych record you have $10 on is, you know, 
How so, do you like kind of like stay up on things where it's like maybe a genre of music that you don't personally enjoy or know much about? Like, how do you kind of investigate that and see like what's worth what and like how do you stay up on that sort of thing uh, there's some stuff even just kind of dealing with it for so long where it's like okay i you know i might not know about a lot about bluegrass but i do know people are always looking for x y and z so right. there's kind of something if you're paying attention you kind of see what moves uh you can keep up on that you know there's always I and mean, there's still people i come across all the time where it's like okay i have no idea who that is mm-hmm. you know the internet's there you can check it out yeah yeah um uh, to tie into like the soul weekend or you know, I've been listening to soul records my entire life. Thanks to my parents. And mm-hmm. the, the, you know, in the course of one DJ set, I'll be sitting there right to like, I have no idea who 10 of these people are. I've yeah, never heard yeah. these songs. So there is always something left to learn as long as you kind of keep your eyes open and your ears open. Yeah. Well, and not to break it down to just one or two or even three things, but in the 10 years, four things, oh, give me the four <laughs> things. We're going to do it to four things. Uh, in the 10 years of the shop, is there ever, you know, do you have like a shining moment? You always think back to like, yeah, that was like a, a great moment in this store's history. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, not exactly. Because even whether it's a guy our age coming in and buying 100 bucks worth of new stuff, or it's some kid coming in and like, hey, I have a dollar, but I want to get into records. I'm going to buy yeah. two things I found the cheap bin. It works for me you know what i mean I did, i'm into people having a good time uh enjoying what they bought not mm-hmm. getting ripped off and stuff like that so yeah actually okay I'll take it back there's even there's a dude who came in one time who's a nice guy mm-hmm. who i had got a whole brick of like steely dan records and he yeah. literally slapped him down he's like dude this is what i'm doing all weekend i was like awesome and i didn't tell him i hate fucking steely dan. <laughs> <laughs> they're so like this like the most like airtight soulless <laughs> uh, i mean r.i.p whichever one of those guys died you yeah. know got a good run walter but, becker i think but, yeah. uh, i like him but i remember <laughs> driving like yeah. being with the, it's something i heard on a cassette with my aunt when i was a young lad and, yeah. and again my parents listened to soul music so i didn't really have a whole lot of like rock kind of things so right. like i don't know this is like i'm not in this is weird <laughs> and, now from the, and even now however many years later I think of like yeah Steely Dan I'm driving with my aunt I, I want her to turn it off <laughs> she turned it off and put on like a, you know Clarence Clemens solo you know cassette that was marginally better but not yeah. by much uh, but you know the fact that he's like you know awesome this is you know that is that's great I could do that all day yeah, yeah. Well, and I guess the the opposite of that, and maybe I should have uh, had you prepare before this, but (laughs) one of my favorite aspects of the shop, along with obviously, you know, checking Instagram for records every day, is whenever you post on Facebook, these ridiculous (laughs) customer interactions. Are there any that you want to just lay on us? Yes, I can uh, put this in exactly, and this uh, will be actually, well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, If you guys remember, uh, you interviewed me, I don't think for the fly, but for the paper, uh, about yeah. uh, records for Valentine's Day that are romantic. Yeah, I do remember that, right? Uh, comes out in the paper. A woman walks in. She has it clipped out. So she <laughs> she holds it up. There's a picture of me, mm-hmm. probably wearing the same shirt, <laughs> standing in front of her in a record store holding a record. Yes. Can you tell me where this place is? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. That's so, great. Uh, what? What'd you tell her? Uh, I said, you're, I mean, you're right here, you know. <laughs> and then, oh, okay. It. And there was no, like, I'm oh, the guy, you know, picture. it was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so that happened and the same article, a phone call, Hey, I saw your article in the paper. I still don't understand what it, what is it you do there? So maybe that's, maybe I'm a shitty writer. I thought when I wrote the sentence, he sells records. Did you say you where did. the store is too? Cause I said, cut out this paper and walk left Bring it to the person that 30 paces, like. look up. So that will actually be something I'm going to try to have done in time for the, for the, there's going to be two things that will hopefully be happening for the party. Mm-hmm. One is something, uh, I'll keep under wraps. But the other thing is I, Obviously, when this stuff happens, I have a notebook underneath the counter. I just jot it down quick. Mm-hmm. I've gone through and I'm making like a zine with all ah, the best. Yes. yes. Oh, because yes. so far, so often, somebody like, oh, so it's like high fidelity where, you know, somebody buys something, you know, lame and you make fun. Like, no, actually not at all. <laughs> uh, it's more like these insane, like question your life kind of like philosophical questions of like, you know, what is it that I do here? I, yeah. uh, you know, I thought I was just selling records. Maybe you're looking for something with a little more meat on it. Or, uh, so, yeah, I have, you know, uh, enough to fill a zine full of That's just awesome. these questions of just very, very oddly worded, you know, these, just these things. I'm not exactly sure why 
I, why I'm being asked it in this way, you know, stuff like that. So that I should be fun. Like, I feel like I've seen enough of these stories posted that I can say that my favorite type of story is when uh, like a young couple comes in and they're clearly not going to buy anything and you can just hear them talking and then, you know, they just leave. <laughs> doesn't sound nearly as, as exciting when I break it down like that. But I, uh, I like the, uh, the times where you find something in a record. Maybe right. an old letter or anything, something like that. Sure. Is that, yeah. Oh, uh, that's happened a bunch. One that happened way in the back before I had Instagram was I, it was a gatefold record. I opened it up and somebody had obviously been cleaning a, uh, a jazz cigarette on yeah. it. and there was a <laughs> years old, uh, you know, sprinklings of uh, the stuff. So I had to like, okay, well, you know, look, thankfully the record didn't smell like that. Yeah, I think right. it that long. That can go in the uh, $5 bin <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> comes with an extra added something. I think I found, uh, what was it? I bought a, a live album from the jam at your uh, store once and then got, it was like a bunch of like folded out newspaper clippings of like interviews with the jam. From oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get the whole package there. Yeah. yeah and that I still have those. <laughs> also, maybe you could even kind of just for people that are just getting into this, what, what goes into making the perfect uh, Danzig meme? Or, uh, you know, like, I'm at the point that people <laughs> send them to me. It's yeah. really, so that's I, awesome. to, I don't even have to think about if it. That's anymore. not 10 years of success. Right <laughs> yeah. There, Seriously, you've made it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that'll be if I can somehow get uh, Danzig in the shop. He did. Wow. This is a, uh, like an old wives' tale, but he bought out some comic book store somewhere in the state. I'm going to say Mechanicsburg or something. Oh wow! And literally went in, got the deal done, and then people were still shopping. And he would walk out and grab comic books out of their hands, like, nope, that uh, you know, that <laughs> wow. Wolverine's mine. That's I, you know, who knows how much of this is true? I want to believe 100 percent of it. Yeah. But has I has love he ever it. performed at the Chameleon? Do we know? No, no, no. no, no. He's not. Too, he's not around there small. yet. <laughs> I think the closest we got is he played the Allentown Fair back when I was in middle school, wow. and even wow. that would have been him in like Metallica or something that's like that. So it was, weird. It was I, big. That's crazy. Get him at the convention center. I feel like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that. Hey, I guess I didn't realize the Allentown Fair was getting acts like oh, that yeah, back in the day. Well, it's funny. Every year, like you would see, like uh, you know. Kansas. I saw Casey and the Sunshine Band there once, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, there'll be one night, there'll be that, and the next night will be Sonic Youth. And you'll be like, okay, but <laughs> yeah. they, so they'll have stuff like that. Now I know it's a, a bit more hip, but even then it was, you know, that was their cool show for the, wow. the run. The rest of it would have been. I feel like I remember, whatever. and I, I remember here, because I have a lot of family in Allentown, that the Sonic Youth show was in like 2007 or so, but then they also they also did like a Ween and Flaming Lips show. Yeah, they did that. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're, nice. they're there. Okay. <laughs> Keep around the Alton yeah. Fair. It's a good barometer of like when something is being enjoyed, uh, and then there's the dead zone where it gets enjoyed again. Ironically, so one year mm. was Michael Bolton, <laughs> and it was like post uh, people actually being into Michael Bolton, but yeah. pre like oh, I want to see Michael Bolton. It's funny, <laughs> you know. This year will probably be like Lee Greenwood and Toby Keith. There you go. <laughs> Get the whole the Bahama, the whole brigade. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, I do want to just. Thank you because hey, I've, you me. I've uh, got almost the entire discography of the vile Steely Dan <laughs> oh, out, yeah. of, out of the probably fifty like cent bin. Bucks total, yeah, exactly, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Probably for under ten dollars. So thank you for having hey, no me. problem. Uh, such great records there, and oh, you great prices on them. And I'll, I'll add on the thanks. I uh, I mean, I only moved here like two years ago. Oh, going on two years ago in December, and I, your shop has been the one I mostly go to because I live up the street, which is helpful but uh when i visited lancaster probably five or six years ago uh with an ex-girlfriend <laughs> um we stopped at, at your shop and I, obviously i was you know i didn't say hi or anything but i was just like whoa okay all right lancaster's cool i guess i guess <laughs> you know, planting the seeds yeah there it is uh so and yeah. to underline for even though we're, we're laughing about being asked all questions you come in you're you know, you're new to records or you have records you want to sell you don't exactly know how to go about it i'm easy going yeah. just talk to me and I'll say, I mean, knock it out will be cool. Your shop, and, and re really every shop I've been into, I've never had that, you know, like you said, high fidelity thing of like somebody being like, you're an idiot for getting this. Or yeah. like, like maybe you should get something else. Like, yeah, I'm rolling my eyes because you're buying whatever, right. you know. You wait till the back is turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass, yeah. So yeah nice. That's really, I'm happy to have a good day. So yeah, so if any time anyone buys like, uh, uh, you know, Lena Del Rey or someone's like, oh, it's for my daughter. Like, you know, just fine. <laughs> just, no judgment zone, man. Okay. We're cool. You know. All right, I, I gotta probably get bought my some embarrassing ready. stuff. My yeah. dad loves Steely Dan. I hate him. <laughs> well, I remember being a royal scam, yeah. you know? <laughs> hey, hey, um, I remember going in there the first time and I really didn't know much about record collecting. And I had to ask you, what's VG Plus? Hey, yeah, yeah, and, and, and you, know. you know, that's different for every shop, too. So mm -hmm. the, explaining yeah. that is no 
I'll yeah. play it, you know, I'll show you the marks and stuff like that. We can do it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely didn't feel dumb. That was very, you know, so it's so, a welcoming place. I guess last question, what do you have planned for the 20th anniversary? Oof. <laughs> uh, uh, CDs back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. CDs are back. Um, I th- the obvious is Danzig. He's yeah. going to, oh, by that oh, point, oh. know what's up and have to come and play. <laughs> Even if it's How many Sam memes Hayden. will it take? We had the same birthday. I don't know if you guys know that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, That's something wow. I've, I've worn with pride yeah. for my I mean, entire lifetime. Dan, like, if card. you're listening, come on. I know, we know you are, Even if, Even if you're just playing with Sam Hain, come on. Come on. <laughs> Another record store owner, he owned a, sh- a shop before my time called The Web of Sound. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I see him often, and, and way, way back, we were first talking about it, and he's... And, uh, he has all these Misfits bootlegs and stuff like that and yeah. actually, you know, saw them in their old carnations and so on. Wow. And I was telling him, like, he, you know, obviously there's different tiers of enjoyment with him, but I legitimately love all of his music and, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah. and he's like, yeah, you know, I like the Misfits too. I didn't like stuff after that. And, you know, dealing with him, he's got this weird attitude problem. I said, well, I know he's short. I said, you know, there's a short guy thing. So I said, what? He's like... Probably he's got a couple inches on me. He's like, no, you you tower over him. Like I tower wow, over him. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, okay. he, look, and he, he looks. I feel like every picture I've seen from him is from below. So he yes, always yeah. just looks huge. Yes, but and flexed and, and <laughs> always flexed. <laughs> we could have a whole other episode on dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna close up shop for today. Uh, so check out in in review. If you want to see Mike you. at any of these trilogy of events, you got first Friday fright night uh, tomorrow. It's beyond. Uh, it's Not quite tomorrow. Uh, Friday. Well, that's. This will come out on Thursday. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I'm You've sorry. ruined Wrecking the, the illusion. <laughs> We're flipping these tables over. That's right. We recorded this on Thursday. I was going to say I was into watching the Game 7 of the World Series, but I knew not to do that. So tomorrow, check out the Beyond and Zotropolis uh, High Heels release show. I guess cross your fingers that the records come in, that it's a release show <laughs> on the 9th uh, next Thursday. And then on the 16th, the Thursday after that, the official uh, 10th anniversary show for Mr. Suit. Also mm-hmm. at Zootropolis. With, uh, Kaleidoscope was in the middle. This is why I don't do top events. Because I'm really like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mix mean, them all up. You know, rewind, rewind and listen to that slowly so you know what I just said. And uh, Mike, thanks as always yes. for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah.